Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Metad, a podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Tom. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Glenn. And I'm Brian. And we didn't write notes for this episode. <laughs> If this is your first time joining us or not, we are Meta Podcast. Meta analysis of everything. Video games. And not video games. But mostly video games. And joining us today is Brian over from uh, our other favorite podcast fans of the genre. Here to talk about um, what is the event of a century this fucking game. Hi. Hi, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> say, say. Event of the century. Wow. Ten years. This is it. Ten years. Centuries a hundred years, bro. Hundred years. <laughs> decades. <laughs> decades day. I mean a decade of decades. Ten no, decades. Like, like that's what I meant. Like every six years because that's when if FTL oh, came yeah. out. Oh, did that a spoiler? Oh, did it really come out? Oh, look at the Mr. Fact Checker. 2012? <laughs> oh, it did come out in 2012. That's yeah, old 2012. game. Mm-hmm. That is the first factual piece of information we've ever given on <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't usually fact check it's like ah yeah. I believed a great depression happened in <laughs> 18 <laughs> and then like, then like some Paul will say something and we're like yeah that sounds right welcome <laughs> so to Meta a factual podcast pod, you. <laughs> yes but we're here to talk about the game from Subset Games uh, Into the Breach released this Tuesday. February 27th 27th 27. Ju- it just came out. It just came out. It's new as hell. And it's We're fun as hell. It. Oh my god, this game. I like didn't think I'd have time to play it because of work and stuff, and so I was gonna try to put in a couple hours and I was I just sacrificed sleep <laughs> and like most of my schoolwork. <laughs> and somehow yeah, I was able to get like sixteen hours wow. in before. Yeah, you've played more incredible. than me and you I've been off for the last two days, so I w I don't know how you did that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I literally slept over the last two days. I probably slept like mm, seven hours total. Glenn, are you Self-care. Okay? I played twenty-two hours of Into the Breach. I Holy that was an underexcited self-care. You probably left it open at some point. I didn't though. Oh no. <laughs> oh, self-care. No. It's only been out for twenty forty-eight hours. Yeah. No. No, it's. But. This, Damn. I was not kidding when I said that this game was everything that I ever wanted packaged into one thing. It's your it's your goat. It is. It's your goatee. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Game game, <laughs> game, game of the year. year? Got, got oh, yeah. You know the the thing that everything gets. Got game of the year editions. Yeah. It means Oblivion nothing. Four times over. <laughs> Jesus, that can't be right. Skyrim eight times over. <laughs> But yeah, what, what, Glenn? You okay? You are far outweighing my three, my piddly three point two hours of this How do you game. Even scratch uh, are the we surface? competing? Because uh, seventy six <laughs> minutes. Oh, uh, Brian wins the not playing the game game. <laughs> that's a large. That's a large range we have. There. So, is there like a f- is there a favorite thing that's happened to you in this game? Yet, or... I think it's, like, a constant thing that just happens, because in, like, first... Uh, or real-time strategy games, like, you... there The moments that I live for when you're, like, there is no way out of this situation, and then you see, like, the one out that'll, like, get you to the next level, or the one out that'll, like, make it so your buildings don't take damage, which is kind of, like, a, a theme in this in this game, right? Right. Um, and there's been several times that, like playing a new class like the steel judoka which are the people who just do strictly positional type stuff like moving characters but not doing a lot of damage there that's actually one of the teams that i won with but when i first started i was like garbage with them like i literally couldn't get past i think they get better as the game goes on unlike some of them get worse as the game goes on but like with these people or with these mechs like there was just like several moments where i'm like there's no fucking way i can win and then just, like, finding the one thing that works. And that's happened, like, several times. And I Clutch. think, like, every time it happens, I just, like, get overwhelmingly, like, validated. Nice. I remember uh, 
I was talking with you when we were both playing simultaneously, and I got two building like saves, like one after the other, and I was like, "How is this even possible? This is the best outcome." And there's those there's those moments that happen few and far between, but also like not rare enough to make you like sad. <laughs> where yeah, you're just like, yes. The game loves me, but hates me at the same... It's a love-hate relationship, and I can't, I can't put it down. I can't quit you into the breach. Yeah. Are we, <laughs> I think, are we doing spoilers it, this episode? Just like I mean, it, a, technically, by the rule of the heuristic, it's, you shouldn't, shouldn't spoil it. Um, I think, you know, it is... the In terms of, like, what you can spoil is sort of, like... I don't know, it's a little iffy, because it's not, like, plot... There's not, yeah. like, plot... I don't know if there's actually... Yeah, like, I don't know if there's spoilable content. Maybe, like, don't mm-hmm. give out Easter eggs, because there are some Easter eggs. Um, yeah. But, like... Don't do that. But I think, like, we'll talking about the, about the classes, game... Maybe. On a broad sense. Really talked about that, so... I mean, it's too long. Uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah. I mean... I mean, I guess also starting as well, too, one of the things I, I should... Do, like, what type of game is this? I guess, right? Like, because we've talked it's about chess. it. Set it up, baby. It's chess, 3D right? chess. It's a turn-based tactics game with like some roguelite elements. XCOM and feel. Yeah. Yeah. Those like turn, turn, turn-based Final Fantasy strategy. tactics feel. There's like some amount it's of like randomness, but it's very turn-based grid small. strategy game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So now that the listeners. Did all you know. not know, Paul? <laughs> Are you a made by the people that made FTL? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So Brian, I guess you know you've been playing it for you know maybe roughly seventy years. Yeah, about that work thing. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> yeah, he's still playing it. Well, yeah. Oh no, I turned it off. So I guess so it's very unprofessional. <laughs> Never inviting fans at the genre. No. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, Brian, you know, oh, no. with your your exposure to it so far, what are your I guess your imp- first impressions are probably going to be I guess the most um, raw recent, the then. most primary, the most raw. Yeah, uh, I think it's really cool. Um, I'm not really a big fan of turn-based strategy games sometimes because I <gasps> feel like they get they get long, like the levels start start to be very long, and it feels very gruesome when when you like put half an hour 45 minutes into a level and fire emblem and then you lose and then you start over from the beginning <laughs> but i've it seems like these matches that i've been doing have been lasting like five minutes right like the the the, the structure of the of like a level is like you have like seven turns until the enemy retreats or something and that might change because i'm not very far in the game but that it yeah is. that makes like that makes it feel like like those levels or those those moves count and that the level ends you know as as fast as I react to it, so I like that. And since it's yeah. a rogue, like you're supposed to lose, unlike a Fire Emblem or like a narrative based strat- strategy game. And so that's kind of nice too, because like losing is part of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the whole time travel mm-hmm. mechanic and stuff, especially where you can like send back one of your best pilots and like get like some special abilities they had from the original run in the different times. Do you then lose cool. that pilot if you choose to not send them back? And you just like So like, you'll still have it unlocked, but like mm-hmm. you, if you change the pilot, it'll be like one that's not leveled mm-hmm. up at all or if, if that makes sense. Like they'll just have their base ability, but they won't get the like passive okay. leveling up that they already have mm-hmm. from being Right, that's that roguelike yeah. element. Yeah. I think I think different from other roguelikes. So to like compare, I guess to compare it is like other roguelikes. I feel like sometimes it's like so random. Sometimes yeah. that like your build just gets countered or whatever that is. Um, but in this one, I feel like every time I've lost, it's because I made poor decisions in one thing, um, or like yeah, like I just made poor decisions or I can't see the solution, but I always feel like there is a solution. You know, sometimes you're on one grid and you can't stop all of them from attacking a building or whatever. And that's like, okay, but there is something that got me to one grid Mm -hmm. power to like get me to lose to that point. So I feel like everything is like, it does feel like strictly a skill-based game, not like FTL to compare it to their other game that they've made where you can get to, like, Sector 6 and then you just fucking die from a random encounter that you had no opportunity to ever know was coming or defeat. You know? Yeah. This might not be, like, 100% true, but I feel like from experience it might be true, but I don't know how many facts to back that up. I feel like... <laughs> you don't have to justify it. That's, a, that's, that's, that's this kind based. of podcast, Tom. I feel like... 
the AI might be designed in a way where there's always a possible move that can like avoid all damage um, or like avoid all bad outcomes. You just need to figure it out. That might not be true because I've seen the AI make some weird moves, which could partially explain. I mean, as a as a procedure, and I heard so I actually watched some videos about the um, designers of the game and them talking about it, um, or developers, I guess, and. They were like it is since it is procedurally generated like it is it is randomized but there is like a percentage chance basically that they would attack a building and then a percentage chance that they would um, attack a, oh, a mech right and so there's um, like if the game if they always attacked buildings the game would be unplayable like there would be no way to win ever right and the developer sure. was basically saying if I went in the back end and change the percentage from like it attacking built or it attacking mechs to it attacking buildings and change that by like 15% the even even that small amount the game would be unplayable because of how yeah, hard it would be figured out the perfect number because it definitely I've never felt like it's unfair I mean I feel like sometimes like you said I fucked up three turns ago which led me to this bad situation right never felt like oh I got screwed because like RNG or something yeah, it'd be tough in a game like I, I've <laughs> I've had situations where I just straight up lose, but it's because I've made bad decisions prior to this. And whenever I get in those like, oh, there's four enemies left. I have one power grid and not enough like moves or, you know, like ability to stop them from destroying everything. And I'm like, it's because I fucked up. And <laughs> it's never like it never feels like it's something that the game like cheated me out of it's it's always me like oh i did bad i <laughs> yeah. was not good yep and then you're like reset timeline because you can like reset you can undo a turn once per level um you like reset it and you're like yeah i'll do it better this time that was terrible and then it's like even worse and you're like God. <laughs> i hate when you no. do that and then you get to like the last turn of the game and you're like oh shit i see the play but i need to reset and you go to reset and it's like it's read it out it's, it's like crossed out because you've already done it and i'm like oh shit and then i have to like basically you lose because you tried to reset more than once oh my god the, uh, the worst play to do is where you're like you're like you do something and you're like ah oh, shit dude i could have done this better and first then you reset turn. move yeah, like you reset move, and then you look at it, and you're and you like... You do the same thing. Yeah, and you're like, hmm, no, actually. And then you just do the same thing again. I like, literally did that like half an hour ago. I was so fucking mad at myself. Yeah. Many times it's been done. Yeah. Pretty great. Is there... Do you think there's like... I immediately am, am sort of drawn to this... I like there's, there's kind of banter between pilots... Mm -hmm. Um, in in the game whenever you kind of do something successful or bad and I feel like it's a really good way of the developer to try and make you feel feel feelings yeah. <laughs> for for these characters because it's like yes having having them die is bad but it's like in every timeline you you'll maybe get a better uh, you know pilot who has some better thing than the current pilots you have so do you think that's like a, a good thing that they're doing is encouraging you to kind of have some connection to the pilots so you aren't just like constantly like churning out just dead fucking husks of people like every time you lose? Well, I think, yeah, that is a benefit, um, especially coming from FTL where like sometimes you play the first sector and you're like, why the fuck am I going to continue going? That was terrible. And then you just like reset and like this, I think, incentivizes you to try to play it out because as, as we also established before, like there's no unwinnable situation it's just a matter of like playing better and so i think encouraging people to you know try to get better at the game rather than try to get lucky and get the best scenario is like definitely a good good way for them to go with that i feel that yeah i, I wrote a little list of like things that like it would be really cool if this game had i mean like a switch port's like the always this thing everybody wants now yeah everything on everything switch. on switch put it out there well on uh, switch too. Or i got a controller yeah I, I feel like that was the biggest like flaw of like ftl was like it like the ui was just not conducive to anything except pc or touch i guess it could be right, on the right, switch right. too but uh, darkest dungeons or a wii u <laughs> yeah no not there the wii u <laughs> yeah no <laughs> Uh, the other thing I wrote, <laughs> yeah, dude, no. the, like, I feel like the audio is like not, not bad. The song, the music's cool, but like coming off of like a recent Gundam binge, all I really want is a lot more like fucking mech noise and like beeps and boops. But 
I don't know. Like shining. Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And then have you guys ever heard of Opus Magnum? It's a puzzle game that uh, I linked linked the thing on there. But essentially you have like tiles that you um, use like mechanics and other and other things to like make a pattern. And the game is really known for its replay, like replay system where you can essentially just like make your solution a GIF and then you can post it on social media. And I feel like that this game could really benefit from that. I took the idea from Austin Walker. He's the editor in chief of Waypoint Vice's gaming website, and he just he like posted four screenshots of a solution to a match that he had. And it's like if this was in a GIF form, like this would look really cool and also be really awesome yeah. for Into the Breach. Very satisfying. Yeah, yeah that I could definitely see that being super. Don't think add it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, maybe. Do you think since it's on Steam, do you think they'll add what is the like Steam Workshop? kind of like, like modding mod. yeah, yeah because like the gundam sounds system. very copyright not they're not no, gonna no, no, fucking no, no, no. do that but it's like some fucking guy just be like hey i'll put gundam put, like, sounds and in the <laughs> and this fucking next yeah. attack it feels anime as fuck oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just happy actually to be playing like another mech like you know like futuristic put yourself in a giant futuristic robot yeah. game. What is the appeal? Like, what is the appeal of that? Because right? like, I, I feel the same way, and I'm like, this it feels, feels so irrational. I love <laughs> yeah, like, I can't even explain it. It's just, like, very good feeling to be like, yeah. <sighs> and then all the building people are like, oh, man, I gotta get my glasses to see. Yeah, the, you, like, like, charge at the, 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 the insect, and like, you punch it, and, like, steam comes off of your arm, and the thing just, like... It's very good. <laughs> and then your hand falls out, and then a new new hand comes out from your arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very like Pacific ammo. Rim. Oh, Gratifying, yes. just like... Very yeah, Pacific Rim. Very good feeling. It was also like playing this game, too, like, because, you know, you just start with, like, one squad when you first start the game, right? And mm-hmm. I remember playing, like, you know, a couple hours with that one squad and being like, oh, shit, dude, like, I'm, I'm starting to get down, like, some tactic stuff, like, God, you know, I'm starting yeah. to kind of get a feel for shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, my squad. You know, like, yeah, right? It's my get boys. To <laughs> and then it's, like, that kind of thing where, like, you, like, you lose a game, obviously, and then, you're, like, you're just looking at the, like, deploy or whatever, and you look over to the squad, and you're like, wait, squad selection, you go there, and, like, you see that there's, like, seven other so squads many. you can still, like, unlock and shit, and I was just, like, at that point, that was, like, a break point for me because I was, like, Fuck, dude, like, I, I felt like I did really good. Like, what could I have done different that one to, like, get farther? And then I, like, saw that there was, like, seven other squads, and I was just like, yeah, I can't even comprehend that right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just need to just need to close out of this game at the moment. <laughs> Not <laughs> Come only back to that down. one later. <laughs> Not like, only that, but they added the option where you can customize squads, so you can, like, cherry-pick which yeah. people you want, and you can mm-hmm. randomize. And there's, like, yeah. achievements for both of those, too. So, like, after you think you figured out the game... There's really like, I don't know how many fucking possibilities and hard mode that you can like that. Like, I think that's like thousands of possibilities that you can have in your team with the pilots and stuff, too. It's just like right because you can have the same you can just have those same one same mech like three times over. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Three mechs. I want three three mech build. You can do like three. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I literally named them Puncho every time or whatever. (laughs) Do you renamed them? You, I rename them. I got Puncho, Shooty, and Labo, <laughs> and they're and they're Lobo. my friends. And it's like annoying to rename them every time. So I hope they kind of like make it so there's like a like default permanent. name. But I I do. It's like it's very endearing to me when they have names and I look over and it's like Puncho, my friend, my buddy, <laughs> my buddy Puncho. Yeah. Like right now, my goal is to just unlock all the squads and then just play random. Oh hell it's yeah! Really fun. But that's far away. I think I there's mean, a lot of game. There's a lot of game here. <laughs> there yes. is, but I mean, like, I think, like Tom's saying, like, there's a lot of game. There's a lot to do. I think the thing that I like about that, because there's also a lot of game in FTL, the difference mm-hmm. is, is, like, the getting to new content doesn't take as long, but I think it's, like, way more, like, there's still way more options somehow. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. it's hard to explain, but, like, Mm -hmm. basically you can unlock the teams in whatever order you want. Mm -hmm. Maybe, like, some are more expensive, and you have to get achievements to, like, get the coins to unlock the teams or whatever. But, like, you can unlock the, like, final team on the list, like, as the first, as the first one you unlock pretty easily. And so, what are you laughing at? 
because that's uh, what I did. Paul's got a story about that. <laughs> God, I was so like, I was so like all about that too, right? I was like, oh, dude, I'm gonna unlock the like the hazard mechs. Like they're all dependent I on like. Them yet, dude. Oh, you're like, oh, they're all dependent on killing shit, and they do like crazy damage. I'm like, that sounds fucking cool, dude. Like. And so I get them, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, it's, let's That's get these boys coins. into battle, right? Like six coins or whatever. And then they uh, fucking they do damage to themselves when they like attack oh. shit. And so I'm like, they're like oh, peach okay. <laughs> right? But then so you, but then you're like your science mech or whatever. It uh. It, it has a passive that just, like, you get from the start that's, like, whenever you, you kill a Vec, you get, um, like, one health restored. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude, that's super cool, right? No, dude, because guess what? If you would do damage that would be lethal to yourself, that, like, the healing you. does not stack. No. Like, doesn't so, yeah, so it doesn't happen after. first. Like, so you, like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. I, I would die in the process, technically, from my self-damage, but I would kill a Vec, thus healing it's myself. Not magic. It's not no, magic. No, not like that at all, dude. I just, <laughs> I just fucking yeah. lose my mechs. And I, like, I remember I had a dude where I was like, oh, shit, like, I can upgrade the damage of this ability, like, and so I'm <laughs> Do like, oh, sweet, it, do, it does two yeah. damage to enemies, but it also does two damage to me. Like, it just, it also increased the self-damage, and I was like, man, this shit is so hard. There's <laughs> one of the, uh... There's one of the, the there's another the mech in a, one of the earlier ones too that you unlock that I absolutely cannot play. I, it's just <laughs> I I've tried so many times and like I'll, on island one like have to give up because I'm like unwinnable situation. I don't know how to play these fuckers. It's terrible. Anyway, but is it the one that rams into stuff? Yeah, or deals damage yeah, it rams into stuff and it's like oh deal two damage. For, but you take one. But you take one. And I'm like, yeah, dog, no, there's things really that are good. long range that also do knockback, that do two damage and don't do damage to itself. Like, why the fuck would I no, ever the play this? with that guy is you get the pilot that has armored, and it, it stops damage uh, from self-damage. That's, me, that's fucking oh, me and really? Hans, baby. Yeah, so that makes that thing oh really my good. Tons. Tons. Strats. Can, like, God, these strats map, are just... Crazy. Because it's like that's like this added layer, right? Because you're like you have your mechs, right? And they have like and the mechs themselves have like their own kind of like passive um, skills that you can like invest points into, mm-hmm. or like you know there's equipment like so that's one layer, and then you have like equipment that We're does here. like specific things, right? Which has its own kind of little skill list of like points you can invest into, and so like there's this other layer, but then on top of it. You also have, like, pilots that can level up and get, like, their own individual, like, passive bonuses to the mechs and, like, to their allies. And you're just, like, there's so many different combinations. Yep. Yep. But also, with that, I don't feel screwed when I go to a shop and then, you know, there's nothing, like, the OP weapon isn't there or whatever. Because I don't know, well, at least I haven't found it yet. Like, I haven't found, like, the winning weapon. I'm cores because I'm just, like... Stuff I have is seriously so good. Yeah. I just want to upgrade it. Like, yeah, I've never really bought other weapons. It also adds that li- like I think it's also for me like a sense of fear, <laughs> because like even so like playing a new whole set of mechs like that's really scary. But like I don't have time to comprehend like Island Three or like basically like the third world or whatever. Third world, uh, where like if I got a new weapon, how my gameplay would change. Like I can't. That takes transition time. Right. I don't have that. If I like spent a time and I'm like, oh wow, this is really yeah. hard to use. I would just die because yeah, you got lag time that then kills run. you. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing it like next run. God, I always like start a timeline too, and I like fuck up. I move, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> Let's go from there. Uh, I I do like how uh, time plays into the game in in that it's turn based. So it's like obviously there isn't like a set time per turn but uh how time is fluid and very it's not fluid actually it's it's the opposite it's very strict in its time rules and i like that it's a very specific like everything has a time the enemies do their attacks in time your attacks everything the order of the game is so pleasing in that it just like when you when you do something that works because of timing and you've done like you used all three mechs to finally do something in a turn that wouldn't have worked if you like had lost a mech a previous turn or something like that. Like the time working in this very strict way lends itself to just like the entire game being such a good experience Mm -hmm. And, and, and the time travel mechanic itself just lending itself to 
that it's in general. Like the like somehow because I've never seen a roguelike that actually like as well as this one does incorporate time into the fact exactly. that like you dying means that you like go back in time and that's why you get the pilot, not just like you get it because the mm-hmm. game tells you. Exactly. Um, which is like a, I mean a very small detail, but I think it's cool that it seems like this when they're creating a game about time travel and stuff that they're taking the time exactly to like make it mesh that detail into yeah it's the same with the resets per per level is like you can only do the one because of the time like time travel restrictments like restrictions of time travel and it's kind of like it makes sense because sometimes you do fuck up a turn like beyond what you're even capable of thinking and you're like i guess i'm gonna reset and then because you can't do it again, that adds that extra layer of should I have reset in the first place? Does it like should I have saved a reset? And then you're constantly like double double guessing yourself, like fuck, did I fuck up more? Usually yes. <laughs> yes, the option, the app, yeah. Answers Usually yes. yes, for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> having the re- having the reasoning there definitely helps. And I mean, like you said, it's small detail, but it's like, I mean. Why can't I just reset infinitely if it's like not a game about time travel? It just gives a, a concrete reason for yeah mechanics yeah. to make sense. It's good. I think that it being so clear also adds this like theme of transparency within the game too. Like not just the UI is really pretty and easy to use, like that's Which great. It is. Yeah. But you know, like if you scroll over or press like if you press Alt, you can see like when enemies are attacking. An enemy moves to attack before they actually do so you get a chance to like respond to everything they're doing like everything in the game is made so you know what's going to happen but it's still it's incredibly difficult like you still have to like be able to respond to that in the right way which is not an easy task and so so i like how they're able to add that transparency so it feels like a real i guess like a, a strategy game where things are known rather than like a strategy game where you're playing against like a person and you don't know like, right, I, just I like unknown strategies, yeah. Yeah, I like I like that piece of it, and it's definitely like where I think that is actually the winning thing for this game for me is like that's the kind of strategy I like, not the one. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it's kind of like sort of like what Brian was describing like earlier with like Fire Emblem, right? Where it's like you take like you move your characters and whatnot, and then it's like the enemy responds, and it's like you might have moved a character and then like the enemy turn will go and it's like they just move to your character and like just like one shot it or something or like do some crazy combo where you're like, oh, I didn't realize how out of position this character was Mm -hmm. or like it wasn't very apparent right away. Like, or maybe like an enemy had, you know, so many ways, like it could have attacked multiple targets, but it chose like it all to gang up on this one dude because like the AI had calculated it could like, it could kill that character. And so then, like, three people, like, three enemies targeted this one character where, like, reasonably, maybe they would have attacked, like, other things. Yeah, or, like, the, one of the reasons I quit, one of, like, the most, it wasn't, like, the most recent Fire Emblem game, but it was, like, one or two releases ago. The reason I quit it was because, like, the same mission I tried, like, five times. And I would, like, move my guy to where, like, it was totally safe, but then on this specific, like, turn, there'd be, like, reinforcements that show up, and they, like, instantly move and, like, attack and one-shot my right. guy. I was just, like... So, so yeah, so not that. <laughs> no, it was like, yeah. I can't even play around that unless I just, like, wiki it or, like, memorize it, I guess. Yeah. Fun <laughs> gameplay. Like, fun. Yeah. Trademark gameplay. Yeah, no, everything's very clear and, like, transparent. Like, even yeah. like, like, the turn order, you even know which enemy attacks like first. You can be like, this guy's going to attack a building, but his friend that I pushed into him is going to kill him before he even attacks. So, like, it all works out. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, like, great. Mm-hmm. There has never been a question. I mean, there's very few times where I'm like, I don't know how this would work. Let's just, like, fuck up my whole run to, like, test it out. Oh. Unless it's... I mean, sometimes <laughs> it's like... What did Paul do? Paul probably fucked something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely, like, try and, like, just shit where I'm like, this seems like it would work, and then I just don't even double-check the math, and I'm like, oh, shit. Gotta reset. Gotta abandon timeline. It didn't at all. <laughs> It's usually, like, after I've already reset, too, that I, like, try to do something. Yeah. I uh, it's, yeah. It's Speaking like, as, as far as transparency, I, I do, like, not just with the timeline, like, mechanic, but the game itself, everything seems very tangible, where, as compared to FTL, 
whenever I unlocked shit, I had no idea I was doing that. I was just like, oh, I'm on, like, I'm on a mission, a subquest or whatever for this guy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I do that, and then I get a ship for it. I'm like, I didn't know that was going to happen, but cool. And then, whereas this game, it's like, everything's lined out for you. You know that there's the different types of victory, you know, things that you can do, achieve. There's just so many things that are given to you on the, like, start screen. Uh, Also, the fucking beginning of the game, when the AI, like, does the little prompt thing, did... Like, were you all oh, yeah. cognizant of that? That was one of the coolest things, just to about? even start the game. So it's, like, when you very, like, before you, like, even get into, like, the loading screen where you'd select, like, your, so cool. your like, uh, mech, your, like, your squad and, like, your pilot or whatever, like, and it, it does, like, the intro screen where, like, you know, it pans over and it's, like, the mech looking over the ruins of, like, oh, okay, all like this stuff. Screen, yeah, too. and, like, but the first time you yeah. launch the game, there's, like, a... Uh, a little dialogue box that'll show up and it's like the AI icon that's like mission yeah. failed like humans it, it annihilated like this timeline oh, is time yeah. over oh, and it's I like but let's go back that was, was incredible yeah. to yeah. me it's like before the game even starts before I even created a character profile I was Ralph Carlson I was given this incredible fucking good flavor like Miniature cutscene that set the game. Yes, yeah, it was like flavor. three. It was like only three dialogue boxes too. Yeah, like a it total of like ten just words, like, and it was like at, just put you in the mood. So I first bite away. Like, mm, of no, mm, they're pretty good. <laughs> pretty good already. <laughs> I want to go back to something Jimmy said though, because I think like the way we're painting it make it may make it seem like this game is not the incredible strategy game that it is because saying. Like they give everything to you might be right. I'm not saying that. I'm just right. saying it. It, it all feels more tangible like than it's not like an overload. But of I think it's like. But I think it's like hardcore. Like, like I think of people who play Dark Souls and like <laughs> there's times in early De- yeah Dark Souls, Dark Souls. So like you play like Dark Souls and sometimes you get to like a new encounter and you just don't know what's gonna happen and there's like literally no way that you would know it would happen and you just have to die and then you have to like go back and get your souls and then try to figure out what the fuck mm-hmm, happened. Right. It, but that's what this game is avoiding. Not the strategy and difficult part. Like those all still Correct. exist within this game, but it's like you know what's happening, but you have to figure out how to stop it. And I think that's like this this subtlety in what you were saying that I just didn't want like the, you know, yeah. as listeners, like I don't want you to think like this is this game is crap because they give you everything. It is so incredibly yeah. complex even with that. Yeah, it's like they give you a lot and what they give you is useful to you as a player, but yeah. it's not going to you're not going to win ev- like right. <laughs> ever because the, because the they're com- giving right. you this stuff. It's like it's all very strategy based. Exactly. Yeah. The complexity and like a complexity of a game, the complexity of a game should not come from trying to figure out how the game works. Like that just is I Or like the game pulling one over on you to teach you a lesson. That's like the Dark Souls yeah. Yeah. of like okay, like you're going to walk down a hallway and you're going to be like jumped by an enemy you've never seen before that's going to immediately kill you unless you knew to sidestep left and block. But now you know because you died. Yeah. Wink. Which I feel is a valid way to make a game, but I don't feel like that belongs in like a very hard, hard like logic strategy. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Bullshit but tactics. It, but I think it does exist. I think it does exist in other yeah. turn-based strategies, though. Yeah, oh, you yeah, were like, talking about Fire Emblem. Fucking... Talking about. Yeah, Fire Emblem. Yeah, Fire yeah. Emblem being yeah, bullshit. Yeah. These games didn't used to be like that, I swear. The ones on the Game Boy Advance were amazing. Tactics has bullshit stuff. I think they're still good. Tactics has, like, fucking Zodiac bullshit that you would never know. I think they're they're still good. We've just reached a point where strategy games have have continued to iterate on themselves to the point that they are good games, but they are long games that are, like, feel disastrous when you die. And so it's, like, it's, it's... I feel like the next good Fire Emblem game is going to be one that allows you to, like, progress with, like, five-minute-long levels or, like, shorter, but still... I think it's why the mobile game is doing so well, the Fire Emblem yeah. Heroes or whatever, because, yeah, it's, it's like... I mean, I don't think it's very hard from the little bit I've seen played, but, like, it's, like, little short mm-hmm. scenarios. 
I think it's very much like pay to win, but it's like it's kind of like gives you that thick. Yeah. strategy, more bite size. Like it's still, still like it gives you the same amount of like the same level of depth in each level, but shorter, more bite sized and easier for a casual player to like not feel discouraged after they spent a lot of time and then just like fucked up like me, like me. Yeah, it's, it's like great. You can just. <laughs> You can just do a level in like yeah, like you said like five maybe like ten minutes for like the later yeah. ones. I remember like doing one level and I like did it perfect like no damage or anything and I was like that felt like that took so long and it was like three minutes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. but like I I do like the quickness of the game and also could you in FTL like save and quit like mid run? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, so. I never did that, but I feel like sometimes. <laughs> In Into the Breach, I, like, am really amped up over what I'm doing, and I, like, need to stop. Whereas in FTL, I always was just like, go till I fucking die, yeah! And I feel like I am investing, like, actual brain power into Into the Breach enough to where I need to, like, stop and, like, eat a cookie and get some <laughs> calories or something. I feel like yeah. FTL was fucking hard, too, for, like, the first couple weeks of playing it, but... I see what you mean. Exactly. Like I see what you mean. I still haven't beaten on normal. Oh. I don't know if I have either. That game's fucking hard. But I have the only it's one. Very the difficult. only one out of us who's beaten it on normal is the Paul. rebel ship. Is just uh-huh. like if you don't build right, man. Yeah, that's like so. It's well, so it is one of those things, right? I mean, this is getting back to our FTL thing, where it's like it's just one of those things where like I think just because there wasn't enough information for that studio at the time when they made the game, like because Subset Games, I think that was their first game they ever made was mm-hmm. FTL, right? Right. And this is their second game. Um, but it's just, like, they just needed more variety with their end game, right? Like, it just needed to have um, something different to it. Like, it, it just didn't need to be the flagship every single time. Or, like, the flagship needed to have, like, some... You need to have some bit of information at the start of the game that's, like, indicated what the flagship was going to be about or what the final encounter was going to be about, what right? What you're prepping like, for, right. Exactly, right? Am I prepping for this, like, long, drawn-out, uh, like ship battle or is it going to be like lots of invaders or is it going to be like drone fiesta or whatever does that um, does that change like it's like no nope. okay. it's always the same no. phases yeah it's always the same phase yeah. it's always the same like mechanics and everything so like ultimately it kind of caters to like there is like a favorable like play style or like thing you should be achieving uh with your runs whereas like in this game one of the great things about it is like i mean to, i've only been to the i guess like technically the final island once like and it wasn't even, like, a full playthrough, but it felt like the the mechanics, or, like, not the mechanics, but just, like, I guess the... I don't know, I guess I would say, like, mechanics and, like, of the battles, them are, like, pretty consistent in terms of, like, you know, you're going to have enemies that can do specific status effects and damage and, like, you know, types of attacks, like, might be ranged or it might just be, like, a melee close-by kind of thing or, like, maybe an AoE around mm-hmm. them. Um, you're going to have environmental effects uh, of some regard... And, like, you're going to have your own mechs. And all those things are pretty consistent throughout, like, every single battle. Um, just, you know, the way that they're implemented and, like, the way they're executed is is different. And so what it comes down to ultimately is, like, you can kind of build whatever team you want, like, because each team is going to be able to deal with environmental effects and, like, use them to their advantage or whatever. And they're going to be able to deal with, like, status effects that, like, monsters are going to do. And so... You know, even if the end game ends up being the same, I think there's enough, like, consistency with, um, I guess, like, the gameplay itself that, like, you can really build in whatever way and still have it be, like, pretty effective. Definitely. At least to my, you know, my initial impressions. Yeah, I mean, and then, like, I've tried maybe, like, two-thirds of all the squads, and they all, like, they all seem really viable in different ways. It's like, I've never... Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> There's seriously some squads that I like can't figure out. I don't know if you guys talked about it on on your FTL cast, but or FTL episode, but it felt like for me the advanced edition added mechanics that you needed to just have present on your on your build yeah. to mm-hmm. to win, oh, yeah. like cloaking yeah. or hacking. Like it didn't feel like those were yeah, options. Like you needed those dude. built at some point. But yeah. 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 We well, consensus was that advanced edition was not the best edition. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you can get to the rebel ship, and if and they have hacking, and then if they happen to hack your weapon system, you you, gotta, you literally just you gotta lose. hack their hacking. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, great. Like, I have to invest into the potential that they might have hacking. Hack the hack. Anyways. But if I don't, I just yeah. Lose. Yeah, it's no, just absolutely. a hack. 
but then yeah but then looking at this content here you know it's one of the things too about like that i liked over the like you know when i played ftl there was a lot of things where i'm like there was definitely for me like a tier system of like weapons that were really effective and i think one of the things we talked about too like that we kind of touched on this subject was sort of like the amount of the investment you put into like weapons right like obviously there's going to be like over time like there's going to be weapons that are going to be like generally favorable over others or like you know whatever maybe one's just going to be a meme or some shit like that but you kind of like the kind of deal right where like new weapons will show up and you're like actually i don't really want to buy those i just kind of want to stick with what i got right now you know because it seems to be working out pretty well um and so and even then when new stuff comes up it doesn't even cost that much to like Mm -hmm. get it Whereas, like, in FTL, you'd, like, get some, like, crazy, like, missile system, and you're like, oh, shoot, I want to use this missile system, but then you need, like, four power to use the missile system, and you're like, I have three power total powering, like, two weapons. Powering so all I either my need mechs. To, yeah, so I either, I either need to, like, inv- like, in FTL, it's like I need to invest more power into my weapon system and then not use any <laughs> of my other weapons, and then I can use this missile system, which might be good. Like, it might not even be it good. It might and miss then, every time. Yeah, right? Like, stuff like that. Whereas, like, in this game, you, like, you get a pretty, like, digestible size of weapons you can use. And, like, the amount of impact that each weapon has feels pretty relative to each other. To the point where, like, you can stay with, like, what you started with and feel like you can finish the game with it, too. Yeah, they've put so much synergy into, like, the base squads, too. Like, I never feel like I can even afford to, like, replace someone's main weapon with something else because they just so... they All, all three synergize so well Complimentary, together. yeah, definitely. Which is cool, yeah. And I'm, yeah. But when I get into, like, random squads or custom squads, that might change, I guess. I really enjoy how, contrary to, like, FTL's kind of blind jumping to, you know unknown space that you are unaware of you have advanced sensors (laughs) what (laughs) okay owned i can't always afford that fucking owned okay (laughs) i suck at ftl this guy fucking got owned systems bro not my sensors (laughs) i'm just saying the 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 way the you know progression of the game works is very satisfying in that you kind of know what you're getting yourself into almost every time you start a new level per se in that you're given multiple options and so depending on what you even need at the time affects what choice you do on the level and then do you know if it's like random yet as to how is it always like after four levels or whatever the final thing happens and then you have to like no, I think you can some like set stuff like I think every it seems like every island gets a pod like once at some point, and, like... Right, uh, yeah, but the, do you think there's, like, maybe, depending on what you choose, you might not get a pod, and then, depending on how many levels you do, there's always the, like, final thing? You always... So, uh, on, so on some thing. on some maps, there's always going to be two spaces left over, and then on some, there's going to be three, and it's always, okay. that's, always, that's always the same. Okay, that's what uh, I It just depends on which, because, like, they're different sizes, I right, think, right, and right. so... Um, that affects that. The yeah. time capsule thing, I'm not actually sure, because I know there's been times when I've gotten two... I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. So it's just that I've gotten luck, two time capsules on a single island. Um, so yeah, probably That's just... I mean, definitely draw. possible. I, I don't remember that happening, yeah. but doesn't mean it's not possible, for sure. But the main thing that I'm trying to... Like, the, the segments of each world is... The work work well, so well for me in that, you know, it's like some give you... Uh, what is it? The power core energy, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, yeah, it's more of that. <laughs> yeah, so and so power. it's like depending on what you do, and then because a lot of the times I'm banking on whatever s- stuff I can cash in for the stars is actually like worth it. Because I know you can always like repair power cores and uh, power buy the other things, me. but it's like sometimes you know, like I don't know if I get like eight stars in one island, maybe I'll get something really fucking good <laughs> and it's usually benefit like yeah usually you want to go for stars rather than power right because you can buy a power with a star but you can't do the yeah, it just gives you more options right but then you know it it works in that same way as it did in ftl where it's like if you're constantly repairing your ship then you can't uh yeah then you have less scrap to buy other shit from towns and stuff yeah. so it to me that mechanic 
they just like literally poured it over. There's like this is per- this is the best mechanic, like really good mechanic. Here it is again mm. in Into the I Breach. Think- I think with Into the Breach, the difference of it is the availability that you have to buy. Definitely, um, yeah. Especially the fact that, like, when you finish an island, like, you have to spend all your reputation at that island. Yeah, um, can't like, you can't, you can't carry, yeah, you can't hoard it and carry it over to the next island or whatever. Like, you literally have to spend it all there. And everything, like, is affordable to some degree. And so there's, like, no incentive to try and, like, hoard onto it or, like, you know, uh, whatever, as well as the fact you can only buy at the end of the island itself. So it's like you get to, like, the end point, and you're like, okay, like, what am I doing here? Because I'm not going to be able to buy until I finish the next island. And so the fact that, like, you're the scarcity of how much, you, like, how when you can buy is also, like, a, a huge impact when compared to something like FTL, where you're like, in FTL, you're like, I could run into three stores in a single second. Yeah, I'm sick of stores. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, like, all the weapons and other upgrades are pretty affordably priced. Like, they're, you can definitely buy, like, two or three per island if you really wanted to, but, they have a, I mean, I keep saying it, but, like, the biggest constraint is, like, the power cores, which cost three rep. The power cores, baby. And, like, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> you have three different mechs that, like, all want, like, all these... Sh- Cool upgrades that cost like three power, and, and they like, already I have base upgrades that they can get. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I rarely ever like can afford. I feel like I can afford to not just like get more power cores because, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, they're so good, and weapons have more. Cause yeah, they I have need a, that as a resource. I have to admit to something because I, I was gonna save it for the end, um, but it came up, so I didn't actually know until about like two hours ago. That your power cores don't transfer over. I just like the the <laughs> shitty thing is so like what? I know. Oh, so your like, reputation. Your reputation. Like in, so like oh, yeah. No. Oh, sorry. And so yeah, like power cores I would do, usually because the mechs would, are yeah time travel. I would spend I would spend like most of my reputation because like I would get like like say I had like eight seven or eight rep and then I'd buy two power cores and then I would just like eh, I don't like any of the weapons so I'll just like go to the next place. I just never noticed that I had zero every time. Like it just, <laughs> I just never noticed. No. And the worst part is, is they should give, they give you a dialogue box every time <laughs> you move you sure? to a new island. And it's like, are you sure you want to leave? Because these aren't transferring <laughs> over. And I like, because but I was just like yesing on all the dialogue boxes. You know, like fuck you, like game. I know how to play. This is like Not this is hour either. twenty for me. Of course I know how to play. And then like. I was playing and I was like, "Oh shit! How like how much reputation have I wasted when I was playing this game?" It's like fading off in the distance. Are you fucking sure? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I had no That's idea. Great. And see, that mechanic plays into each island having a different, you know, like Corporation. HQ. Yeah, con- controlling it. And so, why the fuck would the rep carry over? It's like the guy from the I'll first the island isn't going to be like, rep. "Yo, I rep these guys. <laughs> they good." <laughs> Yeah, give we're them, give we them some your secret tech. <laughs> give them your tech for free. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't, like, much plot stuff, but the little bit that's, that there are, like, really make everything make sense and add a cool feel to the game. Yeah. Definitely. There's, there was a point where uh, I was playing, I, don't, I think it was just, like, one of the base pilots, like, not one of the special ones, and, like, I killed two guys because, like, one hit into another one after Ricochet, he's like, you see that? You see that shit? <laughs> yeah. Is basically what he said, and They're I was like, "Top, top you level banter. Guy. It's so good." You guy, yeah. I feel like that's kind of a spoiler because it's like, oh, there's so many good little things in the game that just sure, yeah, make Did it worthwhile. Unlocked the fourth island because I haven't. <laughs> Glenn has, hasn't he? Yeah, I've unlocked it. I haven't beaten it yet, but I'm on a run right now where I think I can. I think I can beat it. So All I'm gonna right. go for you a four like, run. Four run. If only I ran yeah. in real life. Did, did you not just, like, start that as your first island and try it out sometime? What was that? Have you not, like, tried just starting the fourth island as your first island? To, like, oh, you're talking about just the Detritus Island. Is that what? Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I've I, beaten I it. it. I've beaten, <laughs> I've beaten okay. all the islands individually. I just have not, not beaten all four, all four in the same uh, run. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been able to beat three, so I can't. I haven't unlocked well, the three ice, is hard. I, ice Island's hardest. I yeah. literally start with. It's so fucking easy. I can't. Yeah, Tom, the Earth Tom one is the hard one for me. Oh, Earth is hard. I don't know because I always go there last, and then I'm like, it's. Oh. Uh, fucking. Right. I think the Earth is actually the easiest. I think ice is the hardest. The ice then, can be easy if it freezes no, it, and you're like, oh, okay, absolutely not. Free I defense, fucking, I guess. I so disagree. <laughs> There's been so many times where like, there, that's actually the only place where I felt like I. 
my initial placement actually lost me the game. Oh, oh no, I've had that for placement. sure. <laughs> but it's only <laughs> happened on the ice levels. And it I happened on me it. on the one with the dam. I like blocked myself off and then <laughs> I was like, well, I fucking... <laughs> I did yeah. something really bad where they just, they like ensnared one of my guys and it blocked the entire <laughs> way. And I was like... And I think this is another depth of the game because I, I can't speak to like why you're not doing well on the earth levels, Tom. Um, <laughs> oh. And like, no, but or like, but I also like I can't really explain. I I'm probably just more frustrated than actually able to explain why I can't do the ice levels well. There's probably like Jimmy said, like he thinks they're easy. So there's like definitely ones on the earth level and definitely ones on like the detritus level and definitely ones in the grass level. Like I know which things that I can do well with certain mechs. And I yeah. think that's also part of the game is like recognizing where your limitations are. Like if you're, uh, I don't want to give it away more mechs. Never mind. But there's like, there's some, there's another set of mechs that I've played where like, the I cannot, yeah, <laughs> I can. So cool. Way to give it away. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But like, I cannot play certain here. levels because like it like chain lightnings between people and you need to protect people and so like how do, do you protect defend robots yeah no, defend no you way. can't do not defend. Happening. you literally cannot <laughs> no. do defend robots, robots. or like because well, they protect had, the satellite they launch the shield guy? what was that a different squad what's their like science mech is it the one that shoots the shields no, no. it's the rock thrower oh yeah it's a long that, range that he's not tricky. A, yeah you have a long range guy Oh, and they have the, grap the, have the grappling. The grappling hook is fucking useless. If no, the grappler dude's great. It's only good if there's like water. Or when pits. you no, when you do the grapple with the um, it protects shields and ally okay, as why well. Because it's so you good. Know what dude. the grappling mech is? It's another fucking thing to chain through with the lightning. <laughs> this is honestly, yeah, that's actually how I use it. I put the arm, yeah. I put the armor guy in him, yeah. and then just chain lightning. There with you him. go. Which is probably why I'm not having much well, success no, with that. Because you can also use your allies to chain with, right? But then the fact that they're shielded makes it so they don't take damage from the chain. Yeah, dude, I don't dude. know. I yeah, so that's you. one of the, that's one of the mechs. For that. That's one of the mech sets mech. that like I've tried and I've done some achievements because there's some achievements that you can do without like getting far yeah. with them. But like I I don't think I've gotten past Island One with them to be honest. Uh, like, I, that's the one I actually beat the game. Oh, with. nice. What? With, like, yeah, I beat it with them. Oh, oh my, my god. god. See, and that's like what I, I love those That's where I know the complexity of this game is like like some Seriously, people yeah. just do better. It's good. With Dude, different Cuz you get all the like you get all the crazy maximizes down where you're like, "Okay, I can chain it with this, right?" And then like, "But I can throw a rock with my other mech, do damage It'll or chain. like or I can chain with it." And you're like, "Oh my <laughs> god, it's so But cool. okay, hold on. So my problem with those guys though, Okay, we're getting into specifics. The complexity. You, you brought it up. So, <laughs> so the chain lightning, right? They all have to be right. connected. But then the right, rock yeah. thrower, if you hit somebody with the rock, it explodes. So that doesn't right. add a chain. Mm -hmm. And if you hit next to them, they move. So they also well, would not be in the chain. So you can't how you hit them. Hold on, hold on. So you can't <laughs> have both. Yeah, it pushes them. Ways. Yeah, pushes them only two ways. If it's like oh, to the left or right shit. of the rock where it lands. Laterally, You're right. Yeah. Lead strats. Fuck, god damn it, I suck at this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean, never mind. I, we can't get into specifics now. Yeah, sorry. We, we already spoiled them. Me and Glenn have the same favorite squad. It's so good. Yeah, it's like squad squad. Squad squad. And Brian's just like, I have one I squad. I have one squad. Dude, they're pretty good, too. The yeah, original I, squad. I actually want to play more with them. OG I squad. I should be unlocking more stuff first. Nah, OG squad. I played, like, the first, like, five hours with them. I just, like, I was like, this is good enough content where I think I could play this game like several more hours but I was like you know I'm gonna podcast tomorrow I should probably switch max <laughs> and then try it out yeah all of them were cancer besides mine and Tom's favorite <laughs> dude no there's some other good ones I, I like I, I am super excited to play more of this game on the weekend I don't know how you guys because <laughs> I had my weekend today and yeah, 22 <laughs> hours I hate shut up shut up don't I hate I think I have like 15 hours Oh my god! Yeah, I have somewhere around like ten or 15. yeah, ten to fifteen probably. I think Paul played more than me, but it's okay. So we got a we got a couple today. minutes left, um, and I think we didn't maybe give enough airtime for like what are some things that like we think that the game can improve on, or is there anything that the game can improve on besides no. the beep boops? It's beep perfect. Go in order yeah, order of time played for mm. suggestions here. So, so Brian first. Or my, well, I feel like if I say something first, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, this game should more, needs more variety and like mechs and like pilots." And then <laughs> <laughs> you guys go first. You have more. 
All right, you first, Glenn. So Glenn's Me the first. starter. I'm actually so I didn't actually have anything. Um, no, I think like this perfect. game was yeah, this game was literally like everything I wanted it to be because I and more. So you all so you all know like how much I've been texting like all the hype trade stuff like I've been texting and it's it's just me being like oh my god I'm so hyped and like but like on the side I've been watching like hour long YouTube <laughs> YouTube things. <laughs> You're going deep dive on this. I know shit. of like the developers and like them doing it and like I was so hyped for this game like honestly never been never That's even incredible. like when I was like a gaming all the time like never been so hyped about a game and it lived up to like every single one of my expectations that's phenomenal this game is literally like the game for me but also i think it's just a good game standalone you know for Mm -hmm. other people but also for you but uh, yeah for me look when you get that when you look at the credits on the main screen it's like for glenn and you're like whoa cool cool what about you paul uh, let's see. Things the game can imp- uh, improve upon are what I they like were what right. Was that yeah, what something like that. No, you posed the question. I didn't pose the. I question. posed the question. Was <laughs> like, I posed the you question. Like the game to improve upon if. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's kind of hard to say because there is such a level of depth to it. Like I think ultimately, I mean, and this happens with any game as well too, right? Like it, this is sort of the the very gray line of game balance where it's like, like a you know. Right now, everything's so new and fresh to us, and I haven't even seen all of the mechs, like, you know, all the different types of squads and whatnot, or even all the weapons and whatnot, um, or even all the time travelers in that regard, or pilots. Um, So, ultimately, like, there probably will come down to, like, you know, very favorable, like, you know, compositions and whatnot in terms of, like, mechs, weapons, systems, pilots. Um, you know, or whatever. And so when that kind of always happens, we reach this weird, like, graze area where it's like, I want the game to just flourish on its own, but at the same time, I also want it to never reach that state because I don't want it to, like, become so formulaic. And, like, when, like, someone starts a a run-through and they're like, like, they'll do, like, the second battle and they'll be like, oh, I didn't get this thing, so I'm just going to start meta. I'm doing 6-6-3 run on the wiki check it out i made my own yeah. run page for it but then at the same time i don't want anything happening like developers being like here's a patch for this game we've made some adjustments to it right because i do think there's a very like natural like i think there's something really cool about like when a game develops to a point where people think they have it figured out and then like you might go like that for a while but then like something new will show up and people are like oh mm-hmm. i didn't even think about that right like I, I take something like Super Smash Brothers Melee in that regard. Like, you take a game that, like, people are still figuring stuff out about that game to this <laughs> day. And it came out in, like, 2001. Like, and you look at, like, where the competitive scene, like, I thought when I was, like, you know, more interactive with the competitive scene back in, like, 2008 through 2010 or whatever, I was like, this is the fucking peak, dude. Like, like we've hit it. And then Fox you go, Falco, like, a, top a, tier. Yeah, right? Like, you go, like... Who would have predicted that in, like, 2015 or whatever, like, Yoshi would emerge as, like, a hyper-technical, like, like pick that was really viable, you know? Yep. Like, no one could have seen that kind of, like, stuff coming. And then, like, you know, new mechanics being figured out. I think that's something really cool that a game can do. And so there's always this weird line that I always walk with, like, games when they come out where I want them to be... Static? Like, I want them to be that, like, but I don't want it to become so formulaic where it's, like, this is always the best strat, like nothing will ever derive from it and so i kind of just want that honeymoon feeling to sort of just like keep going Mm -hmm. um and so for suggestions and whatnot uh my suggestion is for that to always exist well isn't that (laughs) inherent with how many possibilities there are i don't know i feel like it is you think so you think so but but think about how many possibilities there are in ftl and there's like you never passed up burst laser mark ii because it's the best weapon in the game I just play the NG I shit, mean, yeah. man. I suffocate everyone. Yeah. It's all... See, this guy knows how to FTL. Yep. Brian's the FTL master. Who knew? That's a good iPad game. Ugh. <laughs> 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 oh, a pox upon your house. It's got a good iPad port. That's true. Yeah, it that, probably works pretty well. That interface is real good on the iPad. I, I, I played it. Uh, <laughs> talking shit about I'm it. I'm just oh, kidding. See. I love it. I love it. Tom. Let's see. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, I, I don't have, a, like, really much of anything. Um, it's exceeded... I didn't have, like, low expectations or anything, but it definitely exceeded my expectations because I was just like, it's going to be a cool game. And it's a cool game, but it's also, like, 
super clean. Mm-hmm. Like, the way it's presented and the way it plays is great. I love that, like Brian was saying, digestible. Like, five minutes per level, I can play it and then come back mm-hmm. if I want to. Mm-hmm. The only, I mean, this is, like, dumb, and I don't think it's a valid criticism, but the only thing I, like, wish that it had more of was, like, I wish it had more, like, Gundam stuff, like, more mechs. Like, I wanted it to all be mechs. I don't want the fucking, like, little race cars and the little stupid little drones. I just want all, like, fucking Punchy mechs, boys. Dude. Yeah. Which would have been cool, aesthetically, boys. but that's not, like, a valid criticism of the game. <laughs> I want I want it Gundam. Make I want it, it like, Gundam. Yeah, fucking, like, sniper cannons on a Gundam that, like shot across the map well since you can make a custom team with all the same mechs you know you could just make, could do you that. Still have I would probably do that I would probably yeah, it's all about the prime probably yeah. all prime and just like punch the shit out of stuff all brute, punch brute all the time prime you know that actually seems like a viable option if you get some good pilots yeah you could imagine push. like two of them like punching through that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like push and damage is a like pretty fucking viable strategy just like that's general. how I play hots yeah. you like kill everything and push it away yeah. that's how that's how I deal with my friends I kill them and I push them away I push them into water <laughs> I damage them oh. and I push them away throw them into a chasm yes yeah. uh, what about you Jimmy I haven't played it enough to find any faults, which is, like, phenomenal because it is it is really good. I love the pixel art style. I bought the soundtrack day one, and I played it at work, and all my coworkers were like, this is really tense music. It's making us work you faster, and I'm like, perfect. <laughs> it's, it's a really good soundtrack. Uh, shout out to Ben Prunty, like, FTL. Again. Yes, fantastic composer i i love his stuff his style is so it's it's so similar to fdl but also very different in the like best of ways this the soundtrack could be like a movie soundtrack it's so good and it has very like good what am i even trying it it has moments where it like ramps up ramps up just with the action oh the crescendo that's the word i was looking for um there's my music word for the day. My um, spaghetti. <laughs> my maestro my word. Spaghetti. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm like, I'll just put my headphones on, get in the zone, look at this like beautiful game. Uh, again, I, you mentioned before, it's like the interface is beautiful. Everything about it just looks good. Looks good, sounds good. I'll play it. Is, the art is like probably one of my favorite things. It's so good. I prefer it so much more to the art style of FTL. It's just, it's just great. It's so good. Yeah, Brian. I think I just want Gundam sounds. Uh, it's really fun. <laughs> Switchport Gundam Switchport. sounds. No, beep, I mean beep, like boop, boop, boop. those are really good points. So like I think I think the sound effects could use use a. I mean they're not, they're not bad. bad. It has good sound yeah. effects. I think if sound I didn't know Gundam, I would have been like, oh damn, these are good sound effects. But yeah, no, I totally agree. Like it could improve if it had like fucking sweet Gundam noises. Get some Pacific Rim sound design up in here. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's a good cross promotion. I yeah. might like for Pacific hey, Rim two coming. Just name your someday. name all of your punchy guys Jaegers and just like. Oh yeah, name one like, John Boyega, uh, yeah. and he's my Boyega. Uh, and then uh, let's see, and then we have what was it like Gypsy, Gypsy Danger? T- oh yeah, that's the name one, of it. Like, uh, <laughs> this movie, I don't know. Yeah, and then Aaron. You know, there you go. Just Aaron. Just Aaron. Aaron Jaeger, dude. <laughs> 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 it's great. Oh, oh name one. Name one Frank. Frank Jaeger, you know. Yeah. One Jaeger bomb. Jaeger bomb. There you go. It's all good. <laughs> it's like Metal Gear sounds plus Gundam sounds. It'd be like 10 out of 10 game. Yeah, Metal Gear survived. 10 out of 10. Uh, pouring out for yeah. Metal pouring Gear Solid. Pouring out for Konami. Yeah, dude. Rip. Rest in peace. Uh, it's okay. We got this really good game to tide us over for whatever Kojima's Forever. making, right? Death Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> acid trip the game uh yeah but i mean that'll i i'm surprised we even talked this long on how little i played but i guess you guys played literally t- like 50 <laughs> hours don't, don't, don't remind me i'm gonna play some more tonight before i don't no, go to sleep you crazy man i i'm in the middle of the dream run though like i literally might four island That's yeah so well take, take a little sleep get some good dreams in you and then dream run and then never have that them be yeah. realized easy yeah <laughs> super easy crush them before your very eyes either Sad way boys. but what if I wake up tomorrow and I'm like oh, I don't remember what I was doing I guess I'll just new game I mean send something back in time for your past self so that you know 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Write it go. on your hand, and then you look sure at your hand, you and you're like, new game? This will erase all previous... <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You don't I, own how me. How many times did I see that dialogue box and just instantly, In like, 22 hours? Yes. Probably, like, 40. You saw it I, a lot. I, honestly, like, I might have... Like, a lot. Like, a lot of reputation. Like, a lot, a lot. Um, big reputation. Either way, thank you, thank you, Brian of fans of the genre. Thanks for having for, me for uh, joining Thanks us. Thanks for having on me. Your, mm-hmm. on Are you guys gonna talk about this on your yeah. Brian? Definitely. We, uh, we stole him. We're, we're the usurper pod uh, for <laughs> for this week. Uh, thank you for listening to the Meta Podcast, where we talk about everything, meta analysis of everything, video games and not video games. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Meta Podcast. Facebook at Meta Podcast. Uh, that's about it, right? All, well, yeah. Also, what's a uh, Brian? What's a good place to find? Oh yeah, your you can plug your shit. You can find me at Brian T Swanson <laughs> and our podcast fans of the genre at Fans of Genre on Twitter, and that's really all we've got right now. So yeah, Infinite Dogs Twitter baby. Infinite Dogs is You're infinite like down. More active than we are. Infinite down. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. It'll live on in another life. As a ghost, we should, we should also do another one of those uh, streams. Yeah. we did with Mass Effect like Andromeda. That was yeah, very fun. That was great. I had a, I had a lot I of fun concur. doing that. Shitting on the game for two hours. Oh, <laughs> God, if only. I can't believe I spent. How much money did I spend on that? <laughs> you probably spent sixty dollars on that and game. The worst part is, is that like, if I had to choose between Mass Effect Andromeda and Metal Gear Survive, I'd probably play Metal Gear Survive. I'd play Metal Gear Survive. No, I'd actually probably. Oh man, I'd actually probably play. Oh, you're gonna Drama side with Donkey. Oh, you're gonna yeah. side with Donkey. Yeah. I'd side with Donkey on it. Yeah. Throwing no, I agree. I'd probably play that. Either way, thank you. Thanks for listening. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. You've been meted. Bye. 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 We did it.